All right, so we just witnessed something truly egregious and kind of negligent from the NFL. And I'm talking about um, Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungovailova. Um Where do I begin? It's like uh, we all clearly saw that he got concussed versus the Bills. Um, a lot of people were trying to say it's low back or he tripped or he just, you know, got dinged. No, that was clearly a concussion. Um, no denying it. I've been, I, I still played football when horse collaring was still kind of a thing. And I played running back at the time. So I've been tackled plenty of times where I hit the back of my head from that kind of position. Now, I can only remember one specific time was like, oh, yeah, I got a concussion. Um, I was on, it was a toss right 48G. You follow the guard out and he leads and then you cut up from that. And I remember I almost got past the safety and he got the corner of my shoulder pad. So like if you go inside the collar, he got the corner and he just yanked me down. And I remember seeing the ground in the sky and then my head hits the ground. And I clearly remember when I got up, everything was moving to the left. And I remember somebody telling me that I was just looking to my left even though nothing was going on. And I think I sat out for one play and I got back in. And I was still kind of woozy, you know. Like, it, the world was still kind of turning to my left. But uh, since I'm Asian, I just squinted my eyes and act like I could... I, I just had, like, sweat in my eyes or something. And this isn't, like, a joke. Like, I, I wanted to play that bad. And if... I had somebody that was like truly looking out for me. There is no concussion protocol in 2006 unless you're like knocked out. But if someone was looking out for me, I would have hoped they would have took me out of the game and not let me play. Now, I honestly can't tell you what happened after that. Like I remember that play perfectly. And then after that, I don't remember anything at all. Right. And that's a scary thing. And there's one other time where it was a boot, a bootleg pass. So it's like a fake to the running back, whether it's a counter draw and the fake action. And then we get the defensive end or first person that shows up. And I remember we we were playing Pflugerville Connolly and that guy, I think his name was Darius Darks. 6'4", like 250, (laughs) 15-year-old. And I remember I took the fake handoff and I tried to play it off and he blasted me. Now, I don't remember him blasting me because the first time I saw the play was that the following day when we were watching film. And I'll never forget, um, we're sitting in the film room. I think we ended up winning that game. But I remember sitting in the film room and Coach Boyd goes, Roberts, what happened here? And everyone's laughing. I was like, uh, I really don't know, Coach. It's just the first time I'm seeing it. I do not remember anything from the game. And it might have been my subconscious because later on in the game, we were on the same play. But I ended up, I 
just kind of ignored the action and knew he was coming up field. So I just cut the inside of his leg and it looked like we shook hands on film. So I might have subconsciously remembered that I got knocked out by this dude and I got him back and he was like, good for me. But I didn't play in the NFL. So I don't get hit by NFL caliber people. And Tua gets pushed by that linebacker. Uh, kind of pity pet. Uh, he was already off balance, so it looked worse than it was. But he still slammed his head off the ground. And they allowed him to play on Thursday. Which I know everybody probably has seen it. We don't need to revisit that. But he got slung down again. And... um had a fencing response to, you know, getting his head slammed to the ground again. Now, Tua is only 24 years old. He has a history of injury. Well, I wouldn't say history, but his major injuries have come across the past four years, starting with his ankle and then his hip, and then now these two concussions back-to-back Two major concussions within four days. Yes, he beat the Bills. Is that a big enough trade-off for later on in his life when he can't remember his wife's name or something? I don't know. But this is a big topic for me because I know a concussion is different from like a regular injury like you sprain your ankle or something. Just in general... It is not a good idea to train as hard as you can with injury. Now, there are certain times where, say, like T.O. in the Super Bowl, he gets screws and plates in his ankles and he plays. Um, I can't remember that lineman's name, but I think he broke his leg and they splinted it up and he played. I don't know how true this story is, but I'm just naming stuff that is like a one-off type of injury and the game is the only game left mind you it is week three and week four in the nfl um you still don't know what's going to happen we have 18 weeks now in in the season i think i think they added one game i'm not completely sure but there is a lot of time left in the season to rest, you know, you get a concussion, you should sit out for a month, in my mind, because just think, like, you don't get in a car crash and then immediately go back to being in your regular life the next day. You just don't do that. So why would you do that as a professional athlete, right? Now, I see a lot of people say you should train or do something through injury, right? You should stay active, um, do what you can do, uh, figure out a way to train around it. And all those are all fine and well. And we live in a society where not a lot of people are motivated to do stuff anyway. So when you do get an injury, that could be like a big um, motivation decrease to work. But I wish a lot more people would talk about being sensible and reasonable around injury, right? You get injured right before the Olympics, I expect you to compete at the Olympics, right? That's That just makes sense. 
you get injured before a local meet or a mid-level national meet like the American Open 2 or 3, not the final, you skip those meets, right? You get healthy. You don't need a lift at a meet that you're going to get 14th place in 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 an Instagram post to say that you're at a national meet. Now your leg is trash for life because you can't train right, you can't lift right, and then you're going to say, oh, you got injured from lifting, maybe I should stop lifting. No. In the Olympics, that could be your only chance to do that thing, and unless your injury is catastrophic, then you should lift. But there's so many things around training with injury that always frustrate me that you still got to live after whatever you're doing, right? That's That was the big frustrating thing for me seeing Tua out there. It's like he's 24, and, the, and I know as a football player, we've gotten many micro concussions and probably concussions that we got that we aren't aware of. But to have two major concussions to your starting quarterback in weeks three and weeks four, I said online, I don't think Tua should come back and play this the rest of the season at, at all. I don't care if they win out and go to the Super Bowl. I do not think he should play this season. I don't think he should pick up a football till next June. Because once you start, you know, you can't. You can't stop training. You're going to want to do more. You're going to do something that might put you at risk. And a lot of people say, well, you got to risk a little bit to become great. It's like, no, he's already in the NFL. He doesn't have to risk anything to be great. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't know many starting NFL QBs that I talk to regularly that haven't done all the work already. Even the backups, even the third stringers, even in the Canadian League, the Mexican League, the European Leagues. It's not as tough as it is, or it's not as tough as you think if you are that guy, right? Two is that guy. He went to Alabama. Uh, he got drafted first round by the Dolphins. It's clear that he is elite. He does not need to do anything to prove to somebody that he's tough. Or that he's willing to play. It's it's clear after that hip injury that he suffered in Alabama that he is tough and willing to play. But sometimes you got to be saved from yourself. And this is a big thing that I see in like weightlifting training. A lot of people now a concussion is different, right? That's not self and usually not self induced, but in weightlifting. A lot of people don't have a lot of experience. So you don't have a base level of fitness like, say, me. I started when I was a little kid. And not necessarily it being in weightlifting, but running, jumping, doing push-ups, doing sit-ups, you know, just overall play in general before you even start sports or lifting weights makes a big difference. Now, in the short term, you could do better than somebody just because of your genetic buildup, how big you are, how fast you are, but you have no 
true motor control or function over the things that you are doing. You kind of just going off an of instinct. So when, uh, for instance, a lot of people like to say now that valgus knees is just okay as long as as you just keep lifting well and a little bit of this and a little bit of shift and a little bit of that, like all of those things could have been remedied when you were a little kid learning how to move well. But now as an adult, you have deficiencies like you were sitting in chairs for a long time. You didn't care about your fitness when you were younger. So now when you have valgus knees, they're just like, oh, we're not going to try to correct this. We're just going to keep going as hard as we can until our body falls apart and then blame X or training or doing weights or doing something you shouldn't have done, right? Something stupid in lifting. And I don't subscribe to that at all. If you're going to be a world champion, you would have started a long time ago. If you are never going to be a world champion, like 99% of us, and when I mean world champion, I don't mean like there was four people and you were the best out of four people and the other three people started this year. I'm talking about world champion in the senior class and you're going up against Lasha Talak. Talakatsi, right? Like, you're not going to beat that guy if you started weightlifting two years prior. I don't care how talented you might think you are, but you're not going to. So a lot of people don't like to spend the time to try and get better, which can prevent injury, right? A lot of people neglect, like, just stretching in the morning or, like, moving through nice and easy movements during your warm-up. Or actually paying attention to how your body feels instead of just ignoring it and taking ibuprofen and drinking four cups of coffee. And I'll probably get a a lot of people to say, oh, you can just ignore it. If you can get through it, that means you're good. It's like I've never known a tough guy that lifted weights, right? Like You didn't prove to me that you were tough by lifting through an injury. I just think you're a dummy. And to to bring it back to football, it's like he had to go through a concussion protocol, something that I don't even know what actually is. I heard, uh, like I said, when I played, that wasn't a thing. Like there wasn't no, I've heard that some people take a test before the season starts and they get your baseline. They, they run certain things. And if something were to happen, you need to repeat or be able to reproduce the same results and then you you might be able to get a base or a rebaseline or a treatment plan but like i said i don't remember the two concussions that i got i just know that i had them i clearly was able to play and play well and be able to go back in the game and do things like i said we won both of those games and i started at running back I could not tell you what I even did after those two plays. I can barely tell you what I did before those plays. And that could be just, you know, it's been a long time. I probably forgot. But I remember those plays and then I remember nothing. Clearly nothing. Like there's no recollection. I can remember the next game. I can remember the game before that. I can remember the rest of the season. But that doesn't mean I can't answer a question. You know, I might just have that short-term memory loss of that moment, and you answer a question, right? 
you get your helmet back and you're back in the game. And whoever that doctor was that cleared him the first time and then whoever let him play, I feel like that guy should get fired, removed. Because I feel like any doctor would know better than that, right? You get a concussion, clearly. You don't let them just do things by themselves. You monitor them. And not even like as a professional athlete, as a regular person, you don't want them to drive. You don't want them to try and climb upstairs. You don't want them to do a lot of physical activity. You want them to get a rest. You want their brains to go back to equilibrium and, you know, be able to clearly do stuff and not have to tax anything and risk falling or hitting your head on something else, you know, you would think as a regular person, you would get more care than that. But a lot of people were trying to tell me, it's like, oh, but he's a starting quarterback. He needs to be there. There's plenty of people that can play quarterback in the NFL. And I know it's their job. It's just like how we all go to work. Football players go to work on Sunday from 12 to 4 and then like from 4 to 7 and from 7 to 10, right? Those are the the NFL shifts. (laughs) But it is, I don't feel like any job is worth it if they expect you to do that. And Obviously, to his young, he will probably recover. But we, the brain is so crazy that we don't even understand what might happen in his short years following this. Right? Like I said, I've only had two concussions that I remember I had a concussion. That does not discount any of the other times where I heard ringing I heard that flash of, I saw that flash of light when I hit somebody. Um, any type of micro concussion where it didn't cause me to have a lapse in my motor function. But it was hard enough to where my brain, which I don't have any control of, doesn't know what's going on. Because at the time, you don't know what's just a short-term memory loss or if you actually got hurt. The only thing you care about is wanting to play. And it could be prevented if you had the right care. And it's the same thing as like training with an injury, right? Yeah, you sprained your wrist. You can't snatch. You can't clean and jerk. You can squat with one arm. But why would you do that? Why don't you start working on the skills that you were really bad at? Like keeping the weight on the ball of your foot and the the front of your heel. Or... Being able to move your toes individually and have a strengthened ankle system leading up to your legs, your knees, and then your hips. Or how about working on some mobility and trying to be able to move pain-free while you're resting. You know, a lot of these things need to slow down. People have to remember that you still have to live regular life outside of anything extra that you're doing. Because... Lifting weights is not mandatory. 
right? As much as I will preach to lift weights till you can't lift anymore. If you're not feeling it, if you're injured, if you can't move well, I don't see a point of trying to fight through something that you can't be a world champion in, right? I just feel like that's common sense. If your back hurts so bad when you squat, but when you when you start warming up, it feels better. Maybe you should work on whatever that thing is in your back. And then now you squat and you're like, oh yeah, I got a personal best, 200 kilos. But now you can't sit in a chair. You can't drive home. <laughs> you have to go to the hospital and get medicine because your back is so tight. But yeah, you squatted 200 kilos that day. What like what did it do for you? You should have taken the time to see like is it a muscular imbalance? Is it because you're pushing back instead of making sure your knees and your hips unlock simultaneously? Are you keeping your chest up? Are you filling your belly with air and trying to keep tight? Are you do you get to the bottom and immediately push back causing you to lean forward? Or do you have a, are you not very strength oriented and you need to bounce out of the bottom? Did you collapse and round your spine at the bottom? Did you have valgus knees where you leaned one way causing the opposite side to strain more than it has to? There's a lot of things that people don't think of as injuries or Things that can prevent them from lifting because they've been doing it for so long and they've neglected the basics, right? I'm glad I did the basics before I even got to football because then I had no bad habits. Like like I've said in plenty of other podcasts before, I really, I, I would say I really truly didn't start playing football till 10th grade because I couldn't tell you any of the rules you know, I knew the basic rules, don't false start, don't start before the ball is hiked or holding, don't hold somebody's jersey. But in general, I didn't know anything. So I didn't have any bad habits to get rid of. And that's the reason why I got to play at a high level that I did because I didn't have to get rid of anything bad. A lot of people now, like I was, luckily I was still 14, 15 years old. I can develop a good habit because that's all I did. But a lot of people think you can just get in and out of the gym and then be good. Like, you don't have the strength. Like, the heaviest thing you did was pick up your books or help somebody move. Right? Like, that's that's the majority of people's lives. And And then you start lifting weights and you get injured. It's because you just didn't, you haven't had the years to develop the strength. And sure, it could be the same situation as me starting football basically when I was 15, but I was young. I was 15. When you're 25, when you're 28, when you're 30, you have almost 30 years of no experience. So why would you think they would just come quickly, especially if you have so many neural pathways bogged up with other things on your mind and you can't... you. You have a real life, right? You have bills. You have stress. Like, you can't expect things to be well if you have all those things going on, right? Take it one day at a time. This is why I hate training through injury if it's unnecessary. And the same thing for the concussion thing, right? It's hard to see that 
you know, as a football player, I know that that's a part of the game and people need to see that. Right. I I feel like people need to see that because that is real life. That is what happens. And if you have somebody that skates the system and says they can play, that's what's going to happen. And maybe Tua doesn't get hit and he doesn't get a major concussion like that, right? If he does repeatedly get hit in the game, though, that is still smaller concussions that could lead to a bigger problem later on. And, you know, it's just not a good situation overall. Like I said, I hope he recovers well. Um, I hope the Dolphins really take care of him. They have a lot of things going on now with the lawsuits and stuff like and the tampering with Tom Brady. But, you know, I hope they take care of him. I Like I said, I really hope to not see him for any other time this season. Like, that's... I don't... Whoever clears that, you know, I'm not in charge of anything. I've never been a GM, a head coach, or a doctor. So, I can't say anything with full faith that it'll happen but I have been a football player and I know for sure that I probably should have also set out you know I can't use my experience as being okay now as credible for him to be okay next week as well right if they don't play or if he sits out a week right is that enough who knows we can't really check what if this is the start of his CTE we don't know He has to die for us to figure that out. And the name of the game for life is staying alive. Ah, 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 staying alive. (laughs) All right, no more singing. But training through injury, not the brightest idea. Consult your doctors and physicians. Listen to your coaches. If your coach is telling you to train through injury because you need to stay strong to be able to lift out of meat, don't do it. Save yourself because you still have to live with you. You still have to go home and do the things that you need to do. And if you're chronically injured, what use do you have to yourself? Right? As always, train hard. Um, Don't skip leg day. Get your cardio in. But be a good human. Alright? Hope y'all have a good Saturday. Watching the football games tomorrow, tonight. Watching the UFC tonight. Have fun. Don't get too crazy. And if you get too crazy, call your friend to come pick you up. (laughs) As always, it's Uncle Phil. Roasting you at the barbecue. You train with injury. You a dummy. Got it? Peace.